When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Dave is here in spirit. He wanted to let us know that he's thinking of each and every one of you individually, and this is Short Stuff. That's right. Uh, I was raised in the church choir, my friend, so this one hits really close to home. Actually, not at all. <laughs> all right. But I did sing in the church uh, choir. I've seen church choirs perform before, so it really hits home for me, too. <laughs> this is a really fun story, I think. I, is this? Were you familiar with this story before? Nope. I, you know where I first heard of it? A Time Life books ad. Are you really? Is there anything those things haven't taught us? I don't know. I wish I had a, a set of those. Those are fun. Me too. Uh, we'll have to go on eBay and look for them together. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they're all there. So um, what we're talking about is not necessarily just a church choir. It's almost tangential to it. What we're really talking about is one of the most astounding coincidences in the history of documented history. Like, there's no coincidence that really holds a candle to this in my book. And there's plenty of coincidences. I remember we did an entire episode on one. Remember the poor guy who was in both the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings? Oh, yeah. And survived them both? Yeah. Um, There's been some amazing coincidences before. This one, to me, takes the cake. It's a pretty good one. And we're talking about uh, a, a terrible incident that happened, but it could have been a lot worse. Uh, on the evening of March 1st, 1950, in Beatrice, Nebraska, when a church blew up. I mean, blew up. Like, the walls blew out, the roof came down, windows got knocked out of houses in the vicinity, a radio station got knocked off the air by the blast, however that works. It was... (laughs) It, it was a big-time explosion that just destroyed this church. Yeah, and I guess we should go ahead and say how this happened. Uh, mm. The idea is that there was probably uh, a gas leak, and that gas leak just, you know, did what gas leaks do and filled a space with gas. <laughs> and uh, there was a gentleman there who would show up. Uh, what was his name? Was it the Reverend himself? It was the Reverend, yeah, Walter Klempel. Yeah, what a great Reverend name, Reverend Klempel. What a, <laughs> and a 1950s Nebraska Reverend name, too. So he shows up at his Westside Baptist Church, uh, at, like he always does, ahead of time to light the furnace to get it nice and warm for choir practice because in early March in that part of Nebraska it can be a little chilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he went back home uh, to go to dinner and so the idea is that this gas fills up, it eventually reaches the flame of that furnace, and church explodes. Okay, so a church exploding from a natural gas explosion lit by a reverend. This is not all about making Reverend Klempel look bad. No, He didn't light that furnace because he wanted to blow up the church. Like you said, he was lighting it for choir practice. What makes this astounding is that that explosion took place at 7.25 p.m., on March 1st, like you said, 1950, which was a Wednesday. And every Wednesday was choir practice. And every Wednesday at 7.20 p.m., choir practice started. So this explosion that destroyed the entire church took place five minutes 
after choir practice officially started. And the thing that makes this the most astounding coincidence of all time is that not one single member of that 15-person choir was in the church at the time. Every single one happened to be late. That's right. Uh, And I think we should save the reasons for everyone being late till after the break with a little cliffhanger. But before the break, uh, if you're trying to figure out the odds of something like this happening, there's no (laughs) exact scientific way to do that, obviously. But what they can do and what they have done is look back and said, well, how often were people generally late at choir practice at this church? And what are the odds of that uh, happening to everybody? And they kind of went back and looked at past um, choir practices and saw that each person would be late about 25% of the time, one in every four choir practices. So everyone being gone for this specific night ended up being a, you guessed it, one in a million chance. Yeah, I think all of them had either an equal chance or twice the chance of being struck by lightning that year as this actually happening, as all of them being late for for choir practice at the same time. Okay, I think that's a great setup. We'll come back after our short break, and we'll talk about why these folks were late right after this. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Today's episode is brought to you by Altoids because, let's face it, unraveling the mysteries of the universe is tough work. But with Altoids, your breath will be stronger than a black hole's gravitational pull, more intense than an alien abduction, and more reliable than your phone's battery during a podcast marathon. When it comes to needing intense freshness, Altoids have you covered. Altoids are stronger than your favorite conspiracy theory, more intense than the latest true crime docuseries, and more reliable than a Bigfoot sighting. They're not just mints, they're curiously strong mints. Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today. So before we get going on the reasons, I think one important thing we didn't point out is it's not like everyone uh, got on a bus somewhere to go to choir practice and the bus broke down. Like everyone was late for their independent reasons. Some had a little bit of overlap as we'll see, but that's sort of the remarkable part of all this. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. So um, Reverend Klempel, uh, he usually got there as early as anybody. Um, he usually got there about seven ten, um, And it turns out that his daughter, who was gonna come with him, Marilyn Ruth, uh, the dress she had put on it was was dirty, 
So his wife, uh, the Mrs. Reverend Walter Klempel, um, had to put a new dress on the ironing board, get it ready, and that made the family late. That's pretty... Okay, I like that one. That's a good one. It just keeps going from there, though. And we should mention we could not find uh, Reverend Walter Klimple's wife's name. Uh, we are not just doing the antiquated thing of calling a, a woman Mrs. So-and-so, so-and-so husband's name. Right. Thank you for that. Of course. Uh, so let's go over some of these. All right. So um, like I said, it just keeps going from Reverend Klimple and his uh, family's uh, reason for being late. Next up, we've got Ladona Vandergrift which sounds like a made-up name. It does. <laughs> she was struggling with a geometry problem. She was a sophomore in high school, and um, she she was like, I'm not letting this problem beat me. I have to finish this before I leave for choir practice. That's the best and part so, of this whole story, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. So she not only did that make her late, but it also ended up making the Estes sisters, Royina and um, uh, what was her name? Sadie. Royina and Sadie Estes were late because of LaDonna indirectly as well. Right, because I think they were supposed to, uh, were they supposed to ride together? Yeah, well, no, they had car trouble. The Estes sisters had car trouble. Oh, okay. So they called LaDonna Vandergrift and said, hey, can you come pick us up? She said, just after I figure out this Pythagorean theorem thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were supposed to ride together. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't supposed to. They 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 um not they originally only called her. <laughs> they but they would have arrived had their car not been um, in trouble. And then even furthermore, had Ladonna not been doing geometry, all three of them might have made it on time. Yeah, they they were double blessed. Yes, that's what pretty you call amazing it. stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course, the reason I say double blessed is obviously with a situation like this in a church, the entire church believes that this was God's hand uh, leading them away from that explosion. Yeah, Naturally, I would sure. too. Indubitably. Indubitably. Uh, what else do we have here? We have Mrs. Leonard Shuster. Uh, and and Shuster went to her mom's house to get her ready for a missionary meeting, apparently. So that's what made uh, Schuster late. <laughs> right. Had to untie her mom's shoes. And then Maybe. And tie them <laughs> each to their own shoe. What about Herbert Kipth? He was a lathe operator. Which is, that's a lathe operator in Nebraska's name in 1950 for sure. Yeah. He supposedly had a letter that he had been putting off writing, and he finally sat down to write it, and the letter itself made him late. Um, and that's apparently unusual for him. He was, wasn't necessarily the most prolific letter writer, but that was the one for him. You know what it sounds like to me? What? It sounds like choir practice wasn't much of a priority for anyone there. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it. Oh, I got a math problem. Oh, I really need to write this letter. <laughs> yeah, or Joyce Black really demonstrates that too. She was a stenographer. She said, um, and by the way, she was saying all this. They were all saying all this stuff to Life Magazine, yes. which did a, a, a article on this a couple of weeks after it happened, called "Why the Choir Was Late." Um, she said, "I was feeling just plain lazy. It was very cold out. My my house was cozy and toasty, and I was just hanging out there." All right. That's why I was late. That's, she was the most forthright of all of yeah, them. Yeah, very honest, very honest. Uh, the piano player uh, herself, Marilyn Paul, uh, usually the piano players, they're pretty early, and I think Marilyn had a knack for arriving about a half hour early. But old sure. Marilyn must have eaten some turkey for dinner because she <laughs> fell asleep, and her mom woke her up at 7.15, and she said, all right, well, i got to get out of here. I'm kind of already late. And it says here... She only had time to tidy up and then leave. Right. Like, oh, so, I'm running late, um, but let me clean up a bit first. 
So her mom was actually the choir director, and she was late because Marilyn was late. So I, I, I don't, I, like, in all this stuff, too, I wonder if, like, she was mad at Marilyn or was like, why are you not waking up at 7 in the evening? What, who, who naps like that? Um, or if, it, if everybody was very patient. I like to think they were all very patient and polite waiting for one another, you know? Well, it says that the mom tried unsuccessfully to awaken her earlier. Right. That's what I'm saying. I love it. She, there, there was a gas leak at church and a carbon monoxide <laughs> leak in the Paul's house. Will you wake up? <laughs> and then Lucille Jones and Dorothy Wood, um, they were neighbors, and they were both in the choir, so they would naturally ride together. Mm-hmm. And one of them, oh, I think it was Lucille. Um, Lucille was listening to a radio program from seven to seven thirty, uh-huh. probably Mannix or Kojak, right? <laughs> and um, and uh, I again, Dorothy was just sitting there patiently waiting yeah. for her friend to finish listening to this radio program. Unbelievable. We also left out Harvey All, the last one. What did Harvey do? He had the worst excuse of all of them. He was taking care of his kids. His wife was out of town. Oh, right. And yeah. <laughs> he started talking. And I guess talking makes Harvey lose track of time, but he lost track of time and ended up being like— Who's he talking so to? I, I guess his kids. I'm not sure. I could not, for the life of me, find that Life magazine article directly. Um, we have to thank— our friends at Snopes for helping us out big time with this one. Yeah, it's probably the kids were like, Dad's finally talking to us. <laughs> right. He's paying attention to us. Yeah. But I can tell he doesn't know what time it is. Yeah, this is one of the stories I'm glad there wasn't some uh, gross, dark thing underneath. Nope. It was all above the boards and uh, amazing. So all of those people, for all those different reasons, were late to choir practice. And had they all made it on time... They would have perished in that explosion. I love it. Thanks, Time Life Books. Thanks, Snopes. Thanks to you, Chuck. Thanks to Dave for producing this. Thanks to you guys for listening to it. And uh, short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.